This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Do we have the clip where he, he said that Zach Wilson needs to go read a book? It's <laughs> I mean, the best one. If, it's outstanding. If, if anyone went to their boss and said, what should, uh, what should I do in this go office? Read a book, time? Go do something. Yeah, go read a book. I wait mean, a, go wait, wait, read no, a book. No, go ahead, go ahead. Or do something. Or do something. I don't care. Just get get out of my sight. You know what he's saying? Go re- go read the playbook. Right, the playbook. Yeah, that would be a good place go to start. Go look at some video. Yeah. <laughs> go out and throw and throw, throw to your receivers. But then That's he's saying, he's you saying. know, go to the beach. Go go. No, no, just no, get no, away. No, no, no. Yeah, get oh, out of here. Get just out of here, away. please. <laughs> just go away. Go Can away. somebody bring me a quarterback? Oh my lord! <laughs> this guy has waited his whole life for a chance to be an NFL head coach, and now he's stuck with this guy as his quarterback. And he, like even the quotes that are supposedly positive. Oh, don't worry, we're going to continue to grind with him. It's yep. not supposed to be a grind the whole time. Oh, it's a grind. Goodness. Have you it's have you watched him? It's a grind. And it it almost feels like the Jets' way of dealing with Zach Wilson is like when I have problems with like the internet in the house. I like yeah. shut it off and shut it back on. That's <laughs> yep. what the Jets are doing with Zach Wilson. They're gonna shut him off, wait a minute or two, turn it back on, and hope it works. Sometimes it works. When you're OC, your offensive coordinator, and we get to the calls in the second at one 800 919 When your offensive coordinator says we shouldn't have brought him back. <laughs> oh my God! After he was inactive, it's like we shouldn't have brought him back. We should. If Joe Flacco had done anything, we wouldn't have had to bring him back. Oh my Lord! <laughs> so what even the this? backup was not playable. Is do you oh, think that there's any team going into the off season that is in a worse spot at the quarterback position than the Jets? So I was listening to DPH and Rothenberg this morning. Uh huh. Six to ten. Yes. The new Monday time. Friday. Um, with uh, starring Ray Santiago and R.J. Santillo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and their que- they asked that question today. Did they really? Yes. And okay. They, and, and the, team, the other team they came up with was the Washington Commanders. Well, I would say that I, I don't even think the Washington Commanders are in that bad of a spot. Now, look, the, I think they're in a bad spot. And I think mostly it's because the owner's an idiot, and they're they're they're, they're a hopeless franchise. They're, a, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're as long as that guy's the owner, they'll never turn it around. Right. But at least right now, it would seem like at quarterback they kind of have a clean slate. I mean, they're clearly not going to stick with Carson Wentz, or at least nope. should not. No. Nope. They will have a high draft pick this season. It's a good quarterback draft. They do have mm-hmm. good good skill position players yep. to surround whoever they bring in. I don't know. I think I would rather have a blank slate than mm. what the Jets have, where if they're being honest with us and they are going to stick with Zach Wilson, I don't know, man. It feels like a, a no-win situation. But but they're going to stick with Zach Wilson, Gordon, until until they bring until they bring the veteran quarterback in next season, and then they'll fight it out. And once the veteran quarterback, right? Wins, I mean, yeah, I mean, they'll say goodbye to Zach Wilson. Right. So they they kind of got a blank slate too. <laughs> they kind of have one. But think about it, like. Like the only team you can come up with is Washington. Yeah, and this it. is a you know two years after you use the second pick on the in the draft on a yes. quarterback. This after you know three years prior you used the third pick in the draft on a quarterback. Can I be honest with you, Gordon? Wow. Honestly, yeah. right now, Sam Darnold's better. Well, Sam Darnold was better when he was here. I know. Yep. 
He's Sam Darnold showed you more when he was here. Now, again, I don't go back and say they should have held on no, to no, Zach. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, he showed you more glimpses in his time here. Yep. Mainly because he showed you some glimpses. Yeah. Zach Wilson yep. has not really shown you many glimpses. No. Nope. Outside of a play here or there. There's not That's been it. full games. Nope. I mean, wow. I'll say it again. Once Steve Young said... <laughs> He's broken. You can't play right now. I was like, wow. Well, that's not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not good. It's not good. The call is coming from inside the house, Larry. The call <laughs> is coming from inside the house. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. Let's go to the phones. John and Queens, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hi, Larry. Hi, Gordon. Hey, John. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing behind Zach Wilson is, you know, if you grade him out this year, he's an F plus. <laughs> but it comes down to LaFleur. I mean, I'm not sure anybody else other than Aaron Rodgers can co- play quarterback for the Jets because Aaron Rodgers is going to run the offense. Mike LaFleur is not going to call, call the plays. But you, could, you couldn't put Daniel Jones on that team with all the talent that the Jets have and see Daniel Jones do as well. Daniel Jones does very well because Brian Dable's a great offensive mind. And I think that's a big part of the problem with the Jets. And I think they're going to have to let go of Michael Floor. Well, that's an interesting point, John. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, I'll say this, Gordon. Uh, I do think even in this with this offense, as it's struggled, and keep in mind that it doesn't look the same when Zach Wilson does it as other people. Okay, let's keep that in mind. I mean, that's why Mike White was made the starter because at least he could get the ball up and down the field, right? And the thing with Daniel Jones is with his ability to run, uh, he would at least be able to extend some plays and get the ball down the field and do some things that it's just it's just weird. It's like Zach Wilson just can't do. He, he is very uncomfortable. Like he doesn't mind running from defenders, but he doesn't seem to be comfortable running for yardage. He doesn't feel comfortable with anything, it doesn't seem like. Yeah. And it's, and, it's and look, maybe there is a problem with the offensive coordinator. I will grant you that. But there's far more. If we were going to sports court right now, yep. and you had, you know, the people's court, and you on one side you had Zach Wilson arguing his case, and on the other side you had Mike LaFleur arguing his case, I think the judge would side with, with Mike LaFleur. Now, I'm not saying that Mike LaFleur doesn't have problems, but when Zach Wilson is removed from the equation, things look a whole lot better. They do. So it's kind of hard to say that Zach Wilson is a big part of what the problem is. And when the team is telling you, <laughs> go read a book. Or go something. Go read a book. Go read a book. Go do something. It's there not exactly all gas, no break, Larry. No, no. Yes, it is. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gas. Yeah, go. it's all gas. Yeah. Just Don't hit the go. Break. Yeah. <laughs> Just Don't go. let the door hit you either. That's right. Please yep. go. We're done. Artie's in Brooklyn. What's up, Artie? Hey, guys. My last name is not Wilson. So I don't want you guys to think I'm related to the guy. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. But I am ready. Because if you think that Darnold is right now, you take all the GMs in football and you have a choice between Zilt Wilson and Darnold. You think you're taking Donald? First of all, he's got one more year on him. That guy is an interception machine, Donald. He's a turnover machine. Okay? 
So athletically, when you watch the game against Denver and you tell me Darnold would have won that game, no way. He was running. Um, Wilson was running for his life. And I don't, I don't remember anybody making these calls when he was 5-2. and two. He left that Detroit game with a lead. Okay, If he wins that Detroit game, I don't know what his record is, but he had two horrible, horrible F, worse than F games. Okay, mm-hmm. And one of those, they lost the game on a punt return. Nobody was saying that Jones or whatever the hell his name is, Everybody was saying how great the Jet defense was. Really? See, see this is what it gets to me. When the Jets give up three points against the Patriots, it's not Jones's fault, right? But the Patriot fans are probably burying Jones. But we're saying how great the defense is. We lost the Jaguar game, not because of the, the quarterback was horrible, okay? But we lost it on the – as soon as the offense – you show me a playoff team with a – Average or below average uh, offensive line. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't protect anybody. We lost that game. And then the defense, somebody called and made a great point. Instead of giving up sacks and throwing against the two corners, they decided the Patriots ran the ball against us. And then Buffalo's second game, they started throwing these tight, the tight end and the running backs. And we, with our defensive coordinator and our coach, couldn't stop it because our safeties suck. Excuse my language. Carter is not a good, um, uh, uh, what do you call that thing, the slot cornerback. And if and Nickel. the last thing i got to say, if Sauce is in the Pro Bowl, I don't know how the hell he made the Pro Bowl because he's a big name. Okay, first of all, what's his name is better? Reed is a better cornerback. When Diggs is in the slot and one of our great cornerbacks doesn't cover them, that's all you need to know about your defense. That's it. And we need two fat guys, along with Clinton, <laughs> to stop the run because that's why we're not in the playoffs. So, we Artie, 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 what, what do you, what do you want to do at quarterback, Artie? Artie, what do you want to do at quarterback I after this I want Jimmy year? G as quarterback. You're going to go out and sign Jimmy G to a big-time deal? Yes. No, are you going to keep Zach Wilson or are you going to trade Zach Wilson? You don't need a big-time contract for Jimmy G. Who's signing him? Give him 10, 10 hills money. It, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, he's going to, he's going to, he's, he's a free agent. I mean, everybody who's a free yeah. agent is going to make big money. Right. He's, he's not just going to come to to you for one year. No, you give him two years for like $40 million a year. Okay. So two for 80. I mean, that's not, you that's keep, not chump change. You keep Wilson and you keep Wilson. Okay. And then he knows the offense. He comes from San Francisco. It's a perfect fit. You don't have to coach that guy. He already knows the system. LaFleur now all of a sudden He's using his system. It's a perfect fit. And then maybe keep White as the backup and let Wilson learn. And then when his contract's up, if he still sucks, let him go. All right, Artie. I hear what you're saying. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, okay, so let me see. That's $80 million for Jimmy G, right? 40 for two years? I think it's a bit high, but, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's going to be looking so I gotta for – got to pay him. I got to pay Mike White. What am I paying Mike White? Because he's a free agent. So why am I paying him to stay? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I, I got to pay. I don't him. think that that's uh, clearly that uh, is not uh, what um, anybody is is concerned. That's a about. lot. That's yeah. a lot. And here's the bottom line: eventually, even so, if if Zach Wilson's the backup, uh, Jimmy G's injury rate is pretty high. Eventually, Zach Wilson's going to end up playing. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, of course. You know, so uh, like, I, I don't know. What's I happened. just don't know, like, when the organization has been wrong every step of the way when it comes to Zach Wilson from the moment they picked him, how they've dealt with him, how they've tried to coach him up. What makes me think that now when he's not playing, they're going to have the right, whatever he needs to, to bring mm-hmm. out whatever can be the best version of Zach Wilson is at this point. Right. What confidence do I have that these guys know what it is? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Speaking of Mike LaFleur, let's ask him. So, Mike, what's going on with this Jets offense? Here's the offensive coordinator of Gangrene. Obviously not good enough. Um, you know, it's uh, it's disappointing on many levels. Uh, it starts with me, like I've always said, and, and, and I believe. The execution has been off, and execution is coaching from every level of it, you know. And I uh, thought even this last week, I thought we did some really good things in the first half, and weren't able to, to, to finish the drives. You know, we were down in, in plus territory our first five drives minus the, the kind of semi-two-minute drive and uh, came away with six points. And you're going to lose football games like that. So um, it's been disappointing, no doubt. Uh, got to look inward. Uh, I'll always do that. You ask the players to do the same thing. Uh, we got the right players in the locker room to do that. Um, and we got to get things fixed. Yep. And, I, and the question is, which he's been saying this a lot this year, Gordon, mm-hmm. the question is, how do you get it fixed? What are you doing? What, what, what is happening? And, and I agree with Robert Sala, and he said it on the K show earlier this week, and he's a 1,000% right. It starts with him, and he has to go back and look and figure out what happened to this team over the past month. Over the past five weeks, this is not the same team that went into the month of December, Gordon. It's not the same team. No, Something clearly. happened. Now, whether it's how they started treating players, whether it's players reading the clippings, whether it's players not being able to deal with the success of being close because nobody thought they were going to be that way, whether it and this is aside from Zach Wilson, okay? This is other stuff because the defense wasn't as good, special teams wasn't as good. It just seemed like everything broke down. I got the injuries, but everything seemed to have broken down. And listen, I understand what you're saying, Artie, going back to Artie Gordon. I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying about – you know, with Zach Wilson and there's other things, nobody's denying that. But here's the bottom line. The defense was really good for most of the season despite getting not a lot of help from the offense, especially the quarterback spot. When they were playing well, they got help from the running back position. That's what spurred them on because there were rumblings. I was – Gordon, I was put in the weird position of defending Zach Wilson because people were saying, well, you know what? He's not throwing for 200 yards, and they're winning. I mean, he's just riding along. And I'm like, well, listen, if the running game is going, I don't need him to do anything. Keep it going. Now, when once Hall went down, you knew there was going to be an adjustment, and he was not able to make that adjustment. So, listen, all we could have the discussion all the time about what's going on with Zach Wilson. Here's the bottom line. The Jet hierarchy has no confidence in this young man right now. None. Zero. Zero. And so what do they think they're going to do over this offseason? Because the quarterback position has to be addressed. Eventually, with all the talk of the defense and they didn't play this way and they didn't do what they didn't do and what they did do, you got to score more than, than, 20, than, than 19, 18, 19 points in the game. It would certainly help. It would certainly help. Uh, and they've not been able to get anybody to to give them any level of consistency at the quarterback position here in the last few weeks. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And, and just to uh, go back to Artie as well, I was just mm-hmm. looking, uh, you know, what, what are the realistic contract expectations for Jimmy Garoppolo? Spotrack, I believe is how it said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the ones that are all over the, all the contracts. They, um, yep. I don't know when this is, is dated, but uh, they have, with a league salary cap expected to approach or exceed $220 million, all things considered, our logical prediction for Jimmy Garoppolo's next deal rings in at four years, $150 million, 75 guaranteed. Wow. $45 million guaranteed at signing. Wow. It's not going to be cheap, people. What did they say about Daniel Jones? I would have to look. I mean, I would have Gordon, to look he's and see going to they, the postseason now. Yeah, it depends on where. What is this? What is this? Uh, yeah, see, this was published in November. Okay, so it's so going to be even more. A lot has changed since. Yeah, then. a lot has changed. Yeah. A lot. But uh, in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think a lot has changed. No. Let's go! <laughs> Dave Rothenberg, ladies and gentlemen. 1-800-919-3776. we got more calls. We'll talk to you next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> oh, boy. I keep telling you, it's the playbook he's talking about. Go yeah. read a book. Go do something. It's the playbook. It's the playbook, Gordon. I'm telling you. I said it last night. There's a reason why the teammates look at him the way they do. They know. They see. They see what's going on. That's another aspect of this that that we haven't even brought up. Like, can you win back the locker room after you've lost the locker room? I don't know. You got to do it on the field. You got to be really good. You got to. And it starts in the locker room, Gordon. You're right. It starts with seeing him around the facility. And I'm not saying he's not there. I'm just. I'm just saying. When when a team goes overboard to print out shirts for the backup. Right. Yeah. Something's going on with the starter. Something's going on with the starter. And we, you can agree, we, you can agree, or we can discuss whether Salah should have put a stop to it, whether he shouldn't have done it, so on and so forth. Listen, I got it. Belichick, there's, there's no shirt. You wouldn't have printed out anything. I get it. Understand it. And that's something Robert Salah may have to look at and reevaluate himself during the offseason. He may have to change a little bit this, you know, feel good, I'm the, I'm the player's coach. He may have to make some adjustments, Gordon. He may have to. Because going into next season, as we know, he's got to make the postseason. Otherwise, he's not going to be in this job. They've got to make the postseason next year. So whatever adjustments he's got to make, his coaching staff has to make, whatever adjustments he's got to make to his coaching staff, uh, he's got to get it done. So he has a lot of soul-searching and reevaluation to do, first of all, on himself, and then with the rest of his coaching staff going before he even gets to his team. If the Jets stick with Zach Wilson and he is their quarterback next year and they make the playoffs, that will be one of the biggest upsets in NFL history, yeah, with how things look right now, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, it's nuts. Would you would you want to put your 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 job right? Like, if it's a playoff mandate, would you want to put your job on the line with a guy you've now benched tw- twice and and not just benched, inactive? That's right. He's not playing on Sunday. It doesn't even nope. matter if Mike White can't play. Nope. They'll go to Joe Flacco and then Chris Strebler. Right. That's it. Chris Trevler will see more action in that game on Sunday than Zach Wilson will. It's not even a question. Not even a question. Just by putting the uniform on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a shot to play. Just by putting the uniform on, he's going to see more action. 
Just doing that because Wilson's not even putting the uniform on. So th- that's how bad it is. Walt's in Philly. Walt, you're next on ESPN New York tonight. Uh, hi, how are you guys doing? Hey, Walt. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, um, the actual reason the NFL could not reschedule the Buffalo-Cincinnati game has nothing to do with them. The problem was if they pushed the season back a week, I mean the postseason back a week to accommodate rescheduling that game, it could have created a potential nightmare for the NFL if the Vikings wound up hosting the NFC championship game because U.S. Bank Stadium, which is their home stadium, happens to have the largest home show in the country scheduled the weekend of February 3rd to 5th when the conference title games would have been taking place if they got pushed back. And that could have led to home show officials suing the NFL for up to $2 billion, if not more, because that home show is huge, and postponing it would have granted a massive ripple effect with a lot of other home shows that subsequently would have had to have been postponed or in some cases canceled because of the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium home show having to be postponed. Well, I think that they could have, if, if they wanted to do that, they wanted to push back, and then it did turn out that the Vikings would be hosting that game, they would have to go to a, a neutral site there, right? I mean, they'd have to go to a neutral site in that way. So uh, both maybe both title games would be neutral sites. So I just think it was the time of the season. It's so late in the year. They just don't have the, the ability to, to squeeze that game in anywhere. No, it's limited. It's limited. And I'm, I'm still – Gordon, are, are, are they going to be able to play this week? So it's, well, it's I think Buffalo, the fact they've know, gotten good news now, I think it's going to yeah. kind of be a rallying cry for them, and they can yes. see, you know, um, yeah. I, I would think that that would be a boost to them. But oh, I, I can't say it's a boost. To, you know, I'm sure that there's still some some aspects of it that, um, you know, guys are uneasy playing, but it is, it, it's the business we've chosen. Yeah, you got to go back to work sometime. Mm-hmm. Got to go back to work sometime. And it's always it's always uncomfortable, right? It is, After and it's always like going to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's always going to be, and and it's going to take you a minute mm-hmm. uh, to get that first, that hit out of your mind. It's going to take you because you're going to replay. You're going to see that absolutely. that image again. You're going to see it, but eventually you'll 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 you you have no choice but to get over it because you got to go back to work, Gordon. You got you got a championship to win. You got to go back to work, right? And, and I'm and sure that that you know that. That they'll be thinking he would Absolutely. want us to be doing this. Yes. And there'll be a special place in their hearts. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll put his number on their shoes yep, and their cleats and everything. Yep. And, absolutely. you know, they'll, they'll pay him the, the tribute that he deserves. Okay. But, uh, you know, you got to go out and play. You got to go out and play. Uh, Jeremy's in Jersey. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, listen, with the Jets. So I'm, I'm not even a Jets fan, but I had to call in because. You know, Zach Wilson, he's, he's horrible. He's, he's, hor- he's objectively horrible, and I'm just – I get confused when, you know, fans – I understand you want to be optimistic. It's the number two pick, of course. But this dude, not just – you can look at the stats and tell he's garbage. That's fine. That's one thing. You can look at the way he plays, and it's beyond that. I mean, dude gets happy feet as soon as he drops back. Body's wide open every time he throws. No pocket awareness. Missing guys. Looking guys down. I mean, even the passes this dude completes, the ball is misplaced. It's either high, low, behind. He, he never hits a guy right in the strike zone. He, he's not an NFL quarterback, and he's not going to be. Jets fans need to realize that. Don't, don't hang on to him because he's a second-round <laughs> Jeremy, uh, second <laughs> Jeremy Jet fans already realize that. You don't have to convince <laughs> the Jet fans. Uh, you got to convince so. the Jet I brass. So. Yeah. 
No, I think he well, had a convincing Well, and, and that's the thing. I, I do think Salah, he understands exactly what you, you guys were saying. He understands next year he's got to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There is zero chance he's rolling out with Zach Wilson. I can promise you he is not playing Zach Wilson next year. He may not have a choice, Jeremy. Thanks for the phone call. If it took an all-day meeting, Gordon, <laughs> and conversations and pushing back a press conference, his normal press conference, to just announce that he was being inactive, I mean, yeah, that's a is, serious conversation. You know what Robert Sala sounds a lot like? He sounds a lot like baseball managers when they have to – explain something that might not have been their decision or exclusively mm-hmm. their decision. It's an yep. organizational decision. Yeah, no question. This is not something that Robert Sala is just doing on his own. That's no. for sure. No. He he's he's if it was if it was Gordon, I don't see how he would not have pulled him in the in the New England game. Absolutely. Right? And 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 after that game he said immediately after the game he said the furthest thing from his mind, pulling yeah. it, because mm-hmm. he knew he didn't have the ability to pull yeah. it. Yeah, he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It's the number one pick. The number yeah. two pick overall, you're number one pick. And I do think that, look, I, I think that he probably will never be a good quarterback, but there is an aspect of this that is also mental. Mm-hmm. Like, he has regressed over the course of this year, and I don't think that his physical ability has regressed. Right. I think that his confidence in himself is probably at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't feel comfortable, uh, you know, leading the team because it's clear the team doesn't believe in him. So yeah. that has to be an aspect of it as well. Can that be salvaged in an offseason? I, I don't think so. Uh, no, well, listen, benching him twice, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, having him inactive twice doesn't right. help him. <laughs> it doesn't help him. Right. That's generally not a good way to get your confidence boosted. <laughs> you know, yeah, we believe in you. Go Sit down and book. don't put and don't and not only go read a book, <laughs> leave a uniform in the locker when you're reading the book. Oh, it's tough. It's and, and just think about this, Gordon. I want you to think about this scenario when we come back, because you paint it, and and it's in in some ways I feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. sorry yeah, for I, him. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. In a lot of ways, and I'll explain it to you when we return. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. When we return, we'll continue to take your phone calls. Got a couple of you on the line. We'll talk about the Zach Wilson situation. Plus, what are the Yankees doing with all these baseball minds? Now, there's another baseball mind that that is on the Yankee payroll starting, I guess, next week. We'll discuss all that with you next. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight on ninety eight seven ESPN. This. Is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. And Gordon, before we get back to the phone calls, here, here's, the, here's the thing that I, I want you to think about for a moment. If you're Zach Wilson, right? Gordon, you've waited your entire life to play in the National Football League. And you've worked hard, you've done what you need to do at the collegiate level. And now this is. Nothing like what you've expected. You've had success everywhere. You've you you've won at all levels. You know, you, you you've been you've you've been able to handle everything. And now it appears as though you don't know how to play the game of football anymore. What does that do to your mind? What does that do? The amount of doubt in a leadership position on a football team where you're trying to lead men. I can't. I just can't imagine what he's going through. I can't imagine. And I, look, I don't know Zach Wilson that well, but you know he's a young guy. 
Uh, this might be the first time that he's really dealt with. Certainly, it's the first time he's dealt with this level of failure. Yep. Right. I'm sure he's dealt with some failures along the way. You have to go overcome bad performances, bad games, whatever. But you know, to be in the the center of the media capital of the world, failing and almost becoming a punchline at yeah. this point. Yeah. It's got to be difficult. I, I I mean, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. I get one nasty tweet, I'm freaking out. So you know, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be brutal, and it's got to yeah. play with your confidence. But again. This is the business we've chosen. Mm-hmm. So this is all part of it. And all you can control in this situation is you. Yeah. And, and, and it would be one thing if, if Zach Wilson was 100% taking care of what he can take, take care of. It's mm-hmm. pretty clear he has not been 100%. No. <laughs> His accuracy there about the same accuracy he's displaying on the field. The it's 52%, unfortunate. Right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It, it's, it's tough. In, in some moments when you think about it, you feel bad for the kid. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you saw him in that Jaguar game. Yeah. I mean, that was brutal. It was brutal to watch. Even yeah. me, even me, Larry, a diehard Jet hater, mm-hmm. a Dolphin fan watching that performance, even I felt bad for him. We suck. Yeah. Because it was, it was clear he had no answers. No. It wasn't like he was figuring it out on the fly. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah, it was. And then, and then, as bad as it got, he, he comes out of the game and everybody's cr- cheering for Chris Strebler. Ah, yeah! You know, I know. It's not easy. The fourth-string quarterback. The fourth-string quarterback. <laughs> it's rough. It's not easy. It's not easy. Back to the phone. Stretches and Yonkers. Hey, Stretch, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry. Can you guys hear me? Uh, Gordon, how, how you guys doing? Can you hear me well? We got you, Stretch. Awesome. Fantastic. You guys remember speaking to me? I called you guys a couple of times before. You remember who I am? I, I have to be on a stretch. I do not remember. It's okay. You speak to a lot of callers throughout the day. Um, so we spoke, and Larry, I'm here to call you out, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can backdate it because the last time we spoke, I asked you if I could you know, have faith in this team again and stuff like that. This is when they were still doing well. Right, you referenced Don McGregor and the whole song, and you even mm-hmm. mentioned it to yourself about the Knicks. Yeah, like you know, a little couple of days later. Oh, I can yep. love this team again. Mm-hmm. Since you told me that, I have it has been five straight losses. So you're I've blaming me, Stretch? It is loud. Stretch brings up some good points. You're blaming me, Stretch? Huh? You're blaming no, no, me? No. Is I'm that what you're blaming doing? you? I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying because because you're not on the field. Right, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. and how I feel about it, because you're saying like, "Oh, you can believe in this team," type of thing. Because I was like of a certain mindset, like I'm a 20 year Jets fan, and I remember the guy who called me at, who called after, he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm a 50 year fan," <laughs> like, "Oh, this team is different," blah blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I still know my 20 years. I know what I'm still looking at when it comes to this team. Let me move on. Uh, in terms of, I think what all Jets fans really actually just want is just just be better than Sanchez. I'll be honest with you, and that's really not even a high bar to like hit you know we're talking like mid-range you know quarterbacks here you know like you don't because look how they draft you know they draft yeah. everything exceedingly well but quarterback you know, not exceedingly they've had some success everything well yes. not exceeding but yeah, offensive line would beg to differ yeah they've yeah, I mean, had some issues 
I mean, yes, they have over the years, but at, at the same time, look what they put on the field with, you know, your Mangolds and, you know, Mawais yeah. over the years, right? We've yeah. had, you know, that's never really been what the Jets fans have been screaming about. Oh, my God, we need a you know, old line. Like, yeah, we know we need to fix it up, but that's never been what, you know, we've always been clamoring for, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, look at what we're asking for right now. We're, we're not asking for Tom Brady's or Aaron Rodgers, you know, type of thing. We're, we're looking at Jimmy G's and their cars here, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. and we're yeah. taking, like, that kind of quarterback with his team. What's everyone been saying this entire this entire season? Oh, Super Bowl caliber defense. So, all I really need is a guy who could just get a touchdown. You from that from that first game right after that Patriots, you can't score a touchdown. You go three to three, you can't even score seven one time. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a professional. Like I'm I'm thinking that Boise State can beat you in a football game. I move on to the next point. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so if what they should do at the very least, if I had recommendations, would be mm-hmm. just trade all your picks off for a mid whatever quarterback you gotta do. You know, you know how to get position players. Whatever your front end, your office can do, you know how to get position players. You get your, you know, wide receivers. You know, you know how to get the running backs and stuff like that. You can fill out every other position. Just duel out whatever draft. And how many draft picks did they have last time? Duel out these draft picks. Get yourself a solid continuity. That's what we really want. It's just a name that we know this guy, yeah, he's not the best, but he can get me a touchdown at least. And if you fix all the other little pieces, you know, you're, you're kind of moving on. So that being said, I've said my piece. Really, I can't wait to hear your responses to all these things because in terms of football, I'm a New York sports guy, so mm-hmm. I'm just moving on to the Rangers and the Knicks. I still love you, Larry, though. I'm not blaming you for all this. I'm just. I appreciate you, Stretch. Thanks, thanks for giving me a break. I appreciate it. I, th- I thought he had some good points when he was blaming you for it. Well, I listen, it's a fair, it's a there's fair not even the question. Yeah. There's not even the question. I deserve my share of the blame. We suck. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of blame to go around with the Jets, yes. but if we're getting to Larry, that's, that might be too far. <laughs> I think they can keep it in the building. <laughs> it's The scary thing here is, um, Gordon, they got a lot to fix. You know, and, and you know, you talk about they, they they pick every position. No, they still been looking for that pass rusher for about yeah, a good couple. Yeah, of, that's another one looking for that pass yeah. rusher too. Yeah. Even though Quentin Williams had a pretty he's good been year. Great. Yeah. Now you're gonna have to pay him. Now you got to pay him. Yep. He's got he's he's due. He's got his hand out. <laughs> he's ready to get some money. So listen, um, he's right, Gordon. They, they and I get it. And listen, you could. With the way they were playing at that time, with the early record, it was okay for you to believe in them. They disappointed you. And listen, they also disappointed themselves. And their head coach is sitting there now like, my job is at stake, Gordon. As you said last night, they pulled their uh, their rehab starter, <laughs> the young man, Zach Wilson, to go for a playoff spot. Yep. We're not going to worry about him. He needs right. work. The we got to make down, the playoffs. Make him inactive. Absolutely. We got to make the playoffs. And you didn't make it. Didn't so, make Stretch, it. you're not the only one who, who's disheartened. And it's, it's, a, it's a decision, all right, that could ultimately cost a number of coaches on the staff their job. Yeah, no question. Uh, and look, here's the thing for Stretch. It's fans – I mean, fans are just conditioned – to when things are bad, everybody agrees that they're bad. But the first glimmer of hope, you're going to start to believe again. You want to believe. That's why you're watching the games, right? Even me, the, 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 the diehard Dolphin hater, even though I root for the team, 
even I, when things go well, I think to my mom, maybe, maybe this is the time. So you can't really blame people for thinking when the team, you know, goes into Green Bay and gets that win or or pulls off, the, you know, the Cleveland win the way they pulled off that win. The Buffalo win, Gordon. Right, that's the Buffalo the win, right. I mean, you think, well, you know what, maybe things are different this time. That's yeah. that's the inclination of fans. And then it's you come Buffalo. back to reality and you realize that life is terrible. As I was telling someone today, if I had said to you <laughs> that the Jets would split with Buffalo but lose both games to New England and not score two not score two or three touchdowns in either game to New England, you'd shake your head and say there's no way. How would you how would you expect to to split with Buffalo? The Jets. Yeah. How would you expect that to happen? It's, well, it's, when they got to five and two, if I would have told you, yeah, they will have meaningful December games this year, but they're not gonna win a single one of them. Yeah, you wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have thought that one either. No, there's no way you would have. If you want to relive some of the Michael K. Show 20th anniversary, you can catch the Unplugged segments on the ESPN New York app. Just download the free ESPN New York app, scroll down to the Unplugged tile, and enjoy episodes one and two live now. Brought to you by Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games, and it's a pretty good time to play official state lottery games like Powerball and Mega Millions on your phone. Download the Jackpot app, get your first Mega Million or Powerball ticket free using code ESPN. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants wants help, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon? See ya. See ya. Yeah. That's it. Done. You'll be okay with that. I'll be okay. Because there's something going on that they... Right. There's something going on... talking and talking and talking, but... That makes them uncomfortable about this. Mm Mm-hmm. It's something going on. Otherwise, listen, it's not the money... We know that. It's mm-hmm. not the money. There's something going on with this situation and their health and Correa's health, and they're not dealing with it. You know? See ya. Uh, you know, they, they st- I'm still hearing, well, we, you know, we st- there's, there's still a chance. We don't think Mr. Cohen's going to let him go. Yeah, right. Yeah. See ya. If he has assignment by now, something's up. Thumbs up. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of lawyers involved. That that doesn't feel like a good no, thing. No. Goodbye, sir. So, um, it's crazy, and and it's funny because you mentioned that Gordon because they had a timeline with it. <laughs> it's just, it's it's from March into December, Gordon. It's it, it's been Correa, 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 Correa. You know, signed with the Twins. Right now, right now, I tell you, with all this confusion, I bet you. Boris never went, regrets somewhat not signing back with the Twins. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because I mean, none of that guy would have he'd have had the money. <laughs> you have to, you have to expect. I like how they're like, someone in Carlos Correa's camp has been in mm-hmm. contact. Oh, gee, I wonder who it could be. Could yeah. it be Scott Boris? Uh, it yeah, could I be. Mean, <laughs> I would think that if we don't have a resolution with him by the weekend. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's got, he's got to be somewhere else. Absolutely. I would say so. Because they've been like, well, that's been two weeks, and, and it's so funny. It's gaining momentum. Well, it, it, it slowed down for the holidays. Now they're going to go back into some serious mm. negotiations, right? Here's the negotiation. Uh, no, something's not right. <laughs> Something you're not telling us. 
there's something fishy going on. What's happening? So I, I'm 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 beginning to think it's not going to happen. We get to the phones in a second. Gordon, why is Omar Manaya a, a Yankee employee now? What is going on with all these? Yeah, I'm not really mines? sure. It does seem kind of odd. I mean, Michael uh, on the show today didn't kind of made it seem like yeah, you know, it's just bringing in other people and this is just what they do. But you know, the fact of going out and getting bringing in Brian Sabian and I know they've done this before with other people. Jim Henry was one of them and. Uh, some other people at other times, but uh, it does kind of feel a little odd that this is. Do, do, do any of these guys have a left fielder that they know? Of? Can, <laughs> can they call somebody? Does Omar know a left fielder that can possibly? Can we put Carlos Beltran? Can Beltran get back into playing shape? And he can do the broadcast from left field, but Absolutely. also play left field. I would take Carlos Beltran over Aaron Hicks at this point. There's no question. I would too, if I were a Yankee fan. I would also. It just seems. Here's what it sounds like to me. That um, Brian, that Cashman, because there's a Sabian too, that Cashman wants to look and get a different opinion from the talent, from the different guys that he's been listening to. But I also think that Sabian, as you pointed out, not so much a sabermetrician, despite his name. (laughs) Yeah. And Omar, not so much, not saying he isn't, but not so much a sabermetrician that maybe you're finding a situation where you can balance some things out with what he's hearing from the sabermetrician side. Maybe. Uh, I know that there's Yankee fans that think that there's some like. He's not going This anywhere. is him being forced out. Nah, this is him losing anywhere. control. Nah. I don't think I'd nah, got a four year deal. He ain't going yeah, anywhere. No, I don't think he's going And anywhere. he's hiring them. And, right. And he's, the, he's like the fifth Steinbrenner. Yeah, you know. He's like just, the fifth Beatle back in the group. day. He's like the fifth. St- he's the fifth Beatle when it comes to the Yankees. He's auditioning for you know another backup singer for him. Yep, that's he all. Li- lifetime guaranteed contract. That's it. He ain't going anywhere. No. Let's go back to the phones. Donna's in Jersey. Donna, you're next on ninety-eight seven. Hey guys, what's up? Hey Donna. I'm so. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. I'm so excited to be on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my call. So I'm a diehard Jets fan. I run a podcast weekly. Uh, winning, talking about football, girls gone green. And this has been the topic for, like, the entire season um, (laughs) about Wilson and the fact that he just, I think, is a big flop. I think the fact that he came in as, you know, with with so many people being excited about him, um, he forgot that he had to actually earn his spot as quarterback and as leader. And I think his attitude is terrible. And you're going to come in as a young man who is, such a promising quarterback and to have a lack of leadership. And I mean, let's go to the game that he had no remorse in his interview after the Patriots loss. And now he's got remorse over no remorse. To me, he sounds like a young privileged kid that really needed to be shown what was up. And unfortunately, I think people were afraid to like Salah was afraid to show him what was up there. He's, he's not, if he had the excitement of Artie that was on the phone from Philadelphia before, I think we'd actually have a better team. I hear you, Donna. Thanks for the phone call. Um, it's just, and, and believe me, I understand. We've been talking about them all season too, uh, <laughs> and we'll be talking about them all off season. Oh as my well. God! It's, it, I mean, the Jets <laughs> own the off season, people. <laughs> yeah, they they always do. Yeah, they it's going to get do. so crazy. You're going to be wishing for a mock draft. You're going to be wishing for a mock draft, Larry. Can you imagine this? We're going to be the Yankees win, the Mets win. What they doing with Wilson? Why is he still on this team? That that oh that's gosh. what our summers. That that's yep. what we're looking July at. July fourth. You're hosting a show <laughs> on July fourth, Larry. You will be getting Zach Wilson calls. Yeah, 
Open up the phones. And what, are the ch- full what are bank. the chances? No, no, no. What are the chances Strebler's the starter? That, that's gonna <laughs> oh, be there'll line. be calls for that too. <laughs> that's there'll the one. Calls for that too. No, but question. Donna, you're right, and and it's a situation where and look, you never know how you're going to deal with uh, situations that don't adversity. You never know how you're going to deal with adversity until you go through it, and. We'll learn a lot about this young man, Gordon. Now, the first part of this adversity, he's not handled well. So we'll see what happens going forward. You know, we'll see. Because this, this is what tests you. He's not been tested like this before. It's not even the question. He's not even the question he's been like this before. Uh, how he will get up from this, we'll see. If he does. I'll tell you a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think it's pretty clear that the team is going into next year hoping that – they have something better than that hit yes. him, but oh, that no they're going to keep him too. Yeah, I, I don't think, know. I, I, it's it's hard to have a whole lot of faith in them being the ones to figure out how to solve Zach Wilson when you have to feel like they're at least somewhat complicit in <laughs> screwing up Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, it, it's tough because they brought in his personal quarterback coach last year, and right. now you had you had what like three people talking to him about how to play quarterback, and now you get rid of the private coach, and now you got. More people talking to him about being quarterback, and it's 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 Gordon Simple. It's a mess. It is a mess, and you don't see anything changing in the near future. You just don't. You just don't. It's 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 ugh, it's terrible. Kevin's in Oyster Bay. Hey, Kevin, you're next on ninety eight seven. All right, gentlemen, and uh, looks like everybody was piling on old Zach Wilson, and uh, you know teammates turning on him like that. That that shows that why they're really not a playoff team. Offensive line was a total disaster. Almost had uh, Mike White's ribs ripped out on the, in that game with the Patriots. And I, I mean, against the Bills. So, uh, you know, they're blaming this kid. It's ridiculous to keep going after this guy. You have grown men who are coaches, and they should know when to take a guy out of a game. I don't want to hear this nonsense. He was a second pick. Regardless, the coaches are held responsible and the players on the team, the teammates turning on this guy, piling on him, and then the media and people calling in, talking about his attitude. How do they know his attitude? They don't know who this guy is. So that's nonsense. Now, as far as the Yankees are concerned, aren't the Yankees always looking for a left fielder? Like the Rangers are always looking for a second scorer for the last 50 years. Um, you know, Ricky Leday, Gerald Williams, they even stuck Chuck Nobsy out there for a season or two. Not to say it wasn't successful. They did win World Series, but they're always looking for luck. I was about to say, Kevin, you would take Ricky Lede. Thanks for the phone call. Gordon, you take Ricky Lede right now. <laughs> yeah. The, the list is long over who I would take right now over the options that they had this past year and uh, looking like, you know, are going to have again next year. And and almost like the same thing with Zach Wilson, you know? Yeah. let let's. It's like how I deal with electronics. I shut it off. I give it a second or two. And then I turn it back on. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, I'm out of ideas. That's the Yankees in left field. That's the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback. It's very simple with Zach. And you can can have your opinion. Nobody's saying that he's the only reason this team has struggled. Nobody's saying. No, of course not. I mean, they lost last week. He didn't even play. He's he's the only one you can't blame for last week. That's right. Clearly, the offensive line's got issues. But the big thing here, and it's not piling on, it's when you look at what he can control, Gordon, what Zach Wilson can control, which is understanding where the ball should go, knowing how to put touch on the football, 
fundamentals, making sure his footwork is right, that it becomes second nature. Yes, sometimes you're not going to be able to do it because of the pass rush. But even sometimes when there's no pass rush, he still doesn't – his fundamentals are not right. The things that he can control, he has not done so. That's why people are piling on it. The attitude and stuff, that's just if, – if, if he was winning, if he was doing what he's supposed to do, people wouldn't care about his attitude. No. Nobody cares. It's all about results. That's all it's about. And, and the same things that they, they hate about you when you're failing are the same things they love about you when you're winning. More calls next on 98.7 ESPN. It's a mess. I mean, there's no other way to say it. It is. It really is. It's rough. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? You know, guys, I just want to preference everything I'm about to say with uh -oh. um, expressing pure joy. No, no, no. Expressing pure joy and happiness that all those prayers and well wishes work for that young man, Damar, because mm -hmm. that was something I never saw before. That's something I hope I'll never see ever again, to be honest with you, man. Um, listen, man, the, the Jets have turned their fans into Eddie Antar. They're insane. <laughs> it's Gardner Minshew. It's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Publicly. They're not even saying this listen. privately, Buddha. They're coming on a radio station and asking for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> listen to me. When Artie calls you and tells you that Zach Wilson was 5-2 and two and he doesn't understand why people are upset with him, acting like he didn't see that his teammates were upset with him, and then in the next sentence he tells you, you know, the problem I have with the Jets is Sauce Gardner. you got to shut that mic off. Like straight up, <laughs> you got to shut that mic off. I mean, <laughs> so you bear calling for a couple of weeks. I mean, how asking out of a comment is that? But um, listen, man, you know the the thing is is that you know you you know they're relishing you know the fans are relishing the opportunity to get an eighth playoff seed based off of you know, a guy almost dying on the field, you know, mm -hmm. which is horrible within itself. But they're still acting like they forgot that the team has to actually win a game. You need to get into the playoffs. You, they're not just going right. to let you get in because you're in the eight seed. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jets haven't won a game in a month and a half. You understand know what I'm saying? And and you know, the, the the thing that's really really bad is now you know you're looking at Rob Sala. You know, and when they hired him, I was very excited about him. You know, I was like Robert Caesar Sala. He turned into Robert Word Sala. I mean, they reduced him. To you know, I don't know what they reduced him to. He's standing up on the podium. He's looking like a puppet, you know. Uh, and you know, like I said to you before um, a, a while ago, I said two years ago. I remember I said, look, these general managers and the owners a lot of times they'll salary you with a player, and you know they make the mistake on picking the player, yeah. but you're the person who's going to pay the price for that man. And you know, the the sad part about it is, Gordon, you referenced on Saturday, you said, you know. Rob Salah is starting to enter that Joe Judge realm. Yeah, and you couldn't you couldn't be yo listen you couldn't be more right. I mean he's not even first of all he's sitting there you know attacking the fans, saying stupid stuff that he shouldn't be saying about the angry Northeasterners and all that. Fine, they started winning, 
But, you know, like he, he's not in tune with where he is. This is not um, Southern California or Northern California. This is not Seattle. That stuff that he's saying, now it sounds ridiculous. You're talking about the microwave, uh, the, 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 the instant coffee stuff. Dude, you benched this guy two times. Now you're trying to get, tell the fans and stuff that, that they should have patience with him while you don't have patience with him. You tell them to read books and all these different things. And you know what's going to happen? When you heard Mike LaFleur today, it sort of sounded like he was already resigned to the fact that he's probably not going to come back next year. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, you know, like like you said, and like everybody said who, who actually watched the games, anytime somebody else got in there besides Zach Wilson, Michael Floyd didn't look like he was that stupid. Not saying that his, his, his um, goal line offense and all that is good. That's not what I'm saying. But what are you going to do here? You're going to remove him, put some guy in there, that you hired to be the offensive coordinator to work on the salary. Now I'm sitting there looking like if this, we do well, this guy's going to take my job. And to be quite honest with you, I don't care who the quarterback is for Miami this week. The Jets are fully capable of losing that game. They all look like they checked out. And you cannot guarantee me that if the Jets lose this game this Sunday, whether it's an eighth playoff seed or not, I mean, please, that sounds absolutely asinine and ridiculous that he's not going to get fired this week. You you don't even know if he comes back. And, and it all goes back to what I originally said. And people think that I was just trying to be a wise guy and I didn't like Joe Douglas for no reason. Listen, I don't like sneaky characters. And that stuff that he did when he came in here with Adam Gase, you know, Adam Gase was the problem. Then it was Sam Donner was the problem. Now it's Sal was the problem. And Zach Wilson's the problem. Like, at some point... If I'm running a company and I keep hiring people who are stealing from the company or doing something wrong, like, I'm, you know, HR has a problem, too. But this thing is a mess. And it's an absolute disgrace that you in the biggest city in this country, maybe one of the biggest cities in the world, that you can't. Look at what's going on over there in the same stadium. You, the coaching is better. The ownership is better. The results are better. It's not that complex, man. It really is. And it's disgusting. It's rough, Booth. If you're a Jet fan right now, Gordon, it's rough. You have to it be. Just is. You it's you want you know you thought that the Giants were down with you, and yeah. and 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 whether or not they figured it out with this regime, okay, fine. Maybe down the road, a couple of years from now, when they get things figured out, they did it in the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Next year's year four for Joe Douglas. I know. It's year three for Robert Sala. Yeah. That's right. And. The only thing I'll say, Buddha, is what helps give Salah some extension is the fact that they're still paying coaches that they fired. <laughs> so I don't know that he wants to continue to do that, Gordon. So that I, may well, give him I, a little I, bit more time. I will say this. I think that they should give him more time. I think that next year should be a playoff mandate. You have to make the playoffs, otherwise you're out. But mm-hmm. if they go down to Miami – and they show the the lifeless effort that they've showed here the last couple of weeks. You got to reconsider it. The, you might have to. You might have right to because it. already the relationship with the quarterback that's going to be tough to repair. Yeah. You know when you draft the quarterback that high up, it's a, that's why uh, partly why Brian Flores got fly, fired in Miami. Yeah. Was because his relationship with Tua was was ruined, and they had a lot of other stuff going on there too. But you know that was part of it. And uh, that's a very hard thing to repair when you're benching the quarterback a couple of times. How, you know, I'm not saying it's the wrong move, but if they go down there and lose, which I don't think is going to happen, but 
if they were to go down there and get embarrassed like they've been the last couple of weeks, you might I think anything's on the table. You got to make a change then. You might yeah. have to. You might have to. More conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. 